0: Well, hello there, everybody. This is your boy, Matthew McConaughey. When Preston asked me to do the intro to this podcast, I put my shirt on and I said, you damn skipper boy, I'll do it. But I asked him one simple question. What's the episode about? And he said to me, it's about the law of attraction. And I said, how do you know that I believe in the law of attraction?" And he said, you look like somebody who does. And I said, fair enough, brother. You got me. So, you might remember a time when I gave a speech at the Oscars saying that I was always chasing my five-year self in the future. Well, shit. You could call that a little bit of the law of attraction or manifestation or tickling the little balls of the universe. Hell, but anyway you slice it, whether I'm floating naked in the Congo or I'm playing shirtless on the bongos, you best believe Matthew McConaughey is the riven. So enjoy this episode about the law of attraction. Oh, shit. Hey, hang on there, chief. You haven't cut off all the McConaughey yet, have you? Good. Remember to pick up my book, Green Lights. <clears throat> Anywhere books are sold. And you can even listen to me on Audible read it in an ever so soothing voice. Now, on to the episode. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. I was about ready to go to sleep listening to that, listening to too much McConaughey is just oh so (laughs) ever-soothing. So anyway, welcome back to the podcast, and we are, that's right, as you heard from the horse's mouth, we're going to be talking about the law of attraction. No more beating around the bush. We are going to get right down to the nitty-gritty of it and talk about the law of attraction and talk about is it something that you should be doing? Is it something you should be reading about or practicing in your art career and in your art practice and in your painting sales and your life in general. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Maybe I should just do the whole episode as McConaughey. (laughs) Maybe that'll sell it even more. So we've talked about the law of attraction before on other podcasts. I've touched on it a few times. I've never devoted a podcast to it. I know there's a lot of Hullabaloo and mumbo jumbo and tomfoolery and ballyhoo and all that jazz about the law of attraction out there. And there's some good people talking about it and there's some bad people talking about it. And there's some good books and there's some bad books and there's some really bad movies about it. But I'm going to just save you all that garbage and tell you why I think the law of attraction is at very least useful. In your art career and in your life in general. This is not something that I live and breathe every single day and live and die by. And, you know, I don't need to do any work. I'm just going to attract it to myself. First of all, that's a misconception about LOA. I'm just going to say LOA. If I say LOA, you're going to know what I'm talking about. But that is a common misconception from people who don't know anything about LOA, that you just sit back and you just eat chips all day long (laughs) and kick your feet up, drink a beer, and just attract that shit to you. That's uh, a misconception. It doesn't imply that you have to do nothing or do no work at all. As a matter of fact, Combined with doing work, it's actually very powerful. But I'm not going to really go into any like, oh, there's science behind this or there's studies because everybody can try to you know, convince you that there's a huge science behind LOA. And there may be, but I'd rather focus on how it's worked in my own life and in other people's lives. And let's start by saying a lot of people who are really doing well in life and really achieving a lot they're kind of using LOA without even really knowing that they are, whether they're strong visualizers or they just have like a really ingrained deep faith that they're supposed to be doing something. Or they're like McConaughey here and they're chasing their 5 years half and they just know they're going to get there. Well, that's all LOA. You know, you know, you feeling good in the moment and knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to achieve this and that almost that it's meant to happen and that it's coming to you like you're entitled to it. I mean, that's basically LOA in a nutshell. So whether you believe in it or not, that's something that we can all put into our practice. And even if it doesn't work out for every single person out there, it's going to make you feel good. And it's going to put you into a positive state of mind where you can tackle things a little easier, where you can achieve things a little easier because you have that belief, that strong faith in yourself that you're going to be able to do it. And that energy is now backed behind it because what would you do if you knew you were going to achieve something? What would you do if you knew that you were going to be wealthy? Let's say you're working at a gas station and you're like, ah, fuck it. You know, this is my life. I'm working at a gas station and, you know, I'm just not going to put any effort in and I'm going to go to my job every day for the rest of my life. And then I'm going to retire and whatever. Let's say you knew that you were destined in six months to become a famous artist. How would that change the way you feel and the way you go about your day at your gas station. You'd be excited. You'd probably be even more in the present moment just knowing like, well, this is for a short period of time. This is limited. It's fleeting. I'm just going to enjoy what I have right now, and I'm going to put some energy and some good effort into it, and then you're going to achieve that. So you're not going to start believing it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to work there for the rest of your life. It just changes your entire state, and that's what we're really trying to do in general as people and especially as artists because Being an artist is—you're up against a lot of heavy odds. You know, you hear it from everybody. Oh, you know, uh, you're not going to make any money until you're dead. (laughs) You're, you know, the odds of you making that. Don't, don't quit your day job. All that stuff that you hear all the time on the podcast and in your own lives—that's what you're hearing. But you know, to be able to make it, you have to really have that faith in yourself. You have to really believe and do all those things: visualization and positive reinforcement and. You know, just working on in your meditation practice, really just believing and having an unshakable faith that this is what you're meant to do. All that stuff, whether you label it LOA, law of attraction, it's going to serve you a whole hell of a lot better than if you're just like, oh, fuck it, man. I just give up. I'm not doing anything. Because then you know what? You're not going to do anything. And you are going to eat chips and drink beer on the couch in the middle of the day and watch Judge Judy. Is Judge Judy even on still? Hey, no offense to Judge Judy. But that's number one. The number one is that whether or not you believe in it or the science behind it, if there is science behind it, or whatever people are telling you, you have to believe this because of A, B, or C, it doesn't matter because the end result is the same. It's a good thing to practice because it puts you into a positive state where you can achieve more things and you can have the energy to try to go and achieve new things. So secondly, on the flip side of the coin, is one of those things where they say in the law of attraction a lot of times, like, what you resist persists, right? And I think that's very true. And I think that's also true whether or not you believe in the law of attraction or not. If you're in a crap mood, if you're down, if things are bad and they're happening to you, your mood's going to be in the tank. You're going to be, you know, dragging your feet. You're going to be slouching. You're going to be feeling sorry for yourself. And then your attention's going to get narrowed down to only seeing those negative things in your life. And it becomes like a self-perpetuating machine of just seeing and focusing on the negative. And then you're going to have more negative things come into you. And you know what? You might even start to like the negative. Not that you like, oh my God, I love being negative. But you might start to enjoy, your ego might start to attach to that story of, oh, only bad things happen to me. And you might almost start to have or create an identity around that being that person who, oh, only negative things happen to me. So then you're going to go seeking out subconsciously negative things that are happening to you. So whatever you resist persists does make sense. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're putting it out there like, oh, I just don't want negative. I just don't want negative things. Oh, all these negative things are always happening to me all the time. And I just don't want any more negative stuff to happen. That's all you're putting out there instead of doing the negative like, oh, I I want to stop focusing on this negative crap that's happening in my life. Well, just stop focusing on it and just flip the switch and start focusing on the positive things. I'm not saying force positivity, but I'm just saying that do whatever you need to do to get yourself into a legitimately state of mind that has good energy or is on a good frequency, as they would say in L.O.A. L.O.A. <laughs> LA. I always think of the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode when I say that. But anyway... Uh, look it up, people. So basically what we're trying to do is get ourselves into a positive state in a positive energetic frequency, if you will. So that's number one. That's the main thing that we're doing is we're trying to cultivate that. Now, whether that's exercise or meditation or talking to friends or, you know, priming your day with some music or whatever it is for you that gets you into that positive state. That's what you should be focusing on. And while you're doing it, throw a little bit of visualization in there. And, uh, you know, maybe sit down and write a list when you're in that good state. A list of all the goals that you want to achieve. Because when you write those down, not only are you seeing them as a possibility and visualizing them, but you're triggering something in your brain that's like, oh, this is something that I have to shoot for. This is something that I I, I really want. And it puts you into that mode of not only wanting to work, but also like, yes, my life has a purpose. Yes, I can potentially achieve this down the road. And it makes it more likely that you actually will. In a lot of these law of attraction books, feeling good is key. That's at the center of everything. And now this might sound selfish that, oh, I just want to, what am going to just focus on myself, feeling good and doing these things? Well, yeah, because first of all, it's your life. And depending on whether or not you believe in reincarnation or not, this might be the only life that you have and you need to make the most of it. And you're just not going to do very well if you're not in a positive state. So, and I don't mean positive, like, oh, everything's wonderful. I mean, a good energy, good energetic state. Like, I can actually be in a good energetic state and also get in the studio and be like, harness that into like anger or like a punk kind of aesthetic, you know, where I'm going there. It's still a high frequency. It's a high energy level that you're harnessing. When you're doing stuff like that, you can really tap into your creativity. You can tap into that source of energy that propels you forward to be able to create things and to get things in your life. Go for things in your art career. Go for that gallery. Go for that art marketplace. Go for that big sale. Whatever it is that you're trying to do. So that is key. And also, you're just a better person to hang around with. You're more fun. You're more interesting. You're more energetic. More people are going to want to hang out with you. More people are going to want to work with you. More, you know, people in the art world are going to want to work with you like, oh, yeah, this I don't know what it is about this person, but they just really, man, they just have some sort of intangible energy that I like being around and creative energy that they like being around. But that's the main thing. So first of all, focus on that. Focus on doing what you need to do to get yourself into that positive energy, frequency, state, whatever you want to call it. That's first, because that's where everything else stems from. I'm sure you've all done it and I've done it like I've been going through some things and struggling with some things and when I start off my day with worry and anxiety and like depression or frustration it's first of all it's just hard to get through my day nobody wants to get through that I, it's hard for me to get through the minutia of putting my work up You know, cataloging my work, doing all the pictures, putting on all the marketplaces, doing my social media, doing all my marketing, then getting into the studio. Halfway through the day, I'm just like, oh man, I wanna throw in the towel. So take it on the flip side now when you've had one of those days where you just get up and you just jazz and you're kicking ass and you get out there and you, it's nothing. Oh yeah, I'm enjoying putting all this stuff up. I'm enjoying marketing. I'm enjoying my social media interactions and putting my stuff up there. I can't wait to get in the studio to create. I'm creating, I mean, man, that's the best state to be in because you just feel alive and you feel ready to conquer the day and the next day. So that's what we're trying to do. That's the number one thing I will say. And then when you're in that state, almost without trying, you're going to have things attracted to you or come to you. Or you're going to be focusing, for the naysayers, you'll be focusing on things that are good in your life that you might have just not been looking at if you were in the frustrated negative state. Like I know there's a lot of opportunities that have come my way when i have been in that state, and I'm like, I just don't want to deal with this right now. Even if it's something good, I'm like, I just don't have the energy to deal with this. But when I'm kicking ass and I'm in a good energetic state, I will look at that and be like, "Yeah, this is great." And I respond to the person and we make the connection and we just make it happen. That's what how things happen. One state fosters that and the other state takes it away. So moving on, one very important thing to remember when you're trying to do this stuff is a lot of people when you're trying to attract or bring something into your life that's good, A lot of people don't realize that they have these old mechanical thoughts and powerful conditioning going on in their lives that makes them, even if they're trying to go for something, they secretly don't think that they are going to get it or they secretly don't think that they deserve it. And a lot of times you're just putting it out there that like, I just, I don't want this. So you think you're putting something out there to attract it. Like, okay, let's say you want to make a bunch of money, right? You'll focus on the fact that you oh you hate your job or something. You hate your day job and you just don't want this. All I know is I don't want my day job anymore. I just want to quit this day job. I'm speaking from experience here. I had 16 or 17 years of working in restaurants and I hated it. And every day I was like, I just want to quit my job and I just want to throw this apron on the floor and I just want to get out of here. I just don't want this anymore. I just, I, that's all I want. I just, I just don't want this anymore. That's such a strong feeling that you have that's attached to that that's kind of a negative feeling and you're actually kind of putting out something negative into the universe. Like you just don't want this. Don't give me many more of this. I don't want this. I'm afraid of this. I hate this because that's so strong. You're going to attract more of that because that's what you're putting out there. You're not putting out there. I am going to find the perfect, most beautiful, most fulfilling job. My dream job I'm going to find that it's going to fulfill my life. It's going to give me purpose, and I'm going to just thrive in this job. You're not putting that out there. You're saying I don't want this anymore. I just don't. I'm, I'm tired of being this way. I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of having to put up with people's shit. I'm tired of being in customer service. I just don't want to do this anymore. I just anything but this. If if that's what you're doing, you're not really putting that out there with like a good mindset, energy, or frequency, if you will. And you're probably going to get more of that because nobody response to that. Again, whether you believe in the law of attraction or not, nobody wants to be around that. Nobody wants to give a job to somebody who talks like that. Nobody wants to give a job to somebody who feels like that, who's down, who's angry, who's cynical, you name it, I could go on and on. So it's really just about changing your focus. And it's about learning to really put yourself into a positive state and then reach for those things that are better things and and want those and feel almost entitled to getting those things rather than focusing on the bad things that you have in your life. Does that make sense? I have things like this happen all the time in my life. I've talked about how when I'm on a roll selling paintings, it just keeps coming and I'm like in this state, like almost I like can't be stopped, I feel like. And then there's times, like for example, I went through two months in a row recently where I sold like 11 paintings and then I sold 14 paintings and I was just kicking ass and you know, doing really well. And then I had some bad things happen in my life and some stuff with my health and some doctor's stuff. And I got into a place where I couldn't physically do as much as I wanted to. And all the sales just completely dried up. I went from 11 one month to 14 the next month to zero the next month. And it was almost like my body, my brain was putting out there, I can't handle this right now. So I do not want it right now. And that's what I got. Like, it was like flipping a switch. And that's happened to me so many times in my career, I can't even tell you. So there is something powerful behind this, whether you want to believe it or not. The last thing I want to talk about in this kind of LOA crash course is very important when it comes to actually getting these things that you want. You know, these things you write down in your goals list or these things that you see yourself, you know, getting in life and wanting in life and you wanting in your art career. It's very important to put yourself in a state when you're thinking about these things or when you're writing these things down on a list or when you're visualizing them, putting yourself in a state as if you already have them. How would you feel if you already had this thing that you want? And if you can just think about it and visualize it and feel it in your bones, how good you would feel to have this thing? How good you already feel having this thing? How would it change your life? Visualize yourself how you would feel talking to a friend when you have this thing or how what your day-to-day life would be like if you have this. Let's say it's a beautiful house. It's your dream house. How would you feel walking through this house and smelling the smells in the house and seeing the pool outside and the view from your windows in your bedroom and just all the little details that you can think of of how you would visualize and see that and feel that. And just when you're thinking about wanting it or going for that, feel as if you've already have it. And the more you feel as if you already have it, like you're already coming from that state, well, your state of mind and your energy levels are going to change in the moment. And you're going to start behaving like that person who already has that. And you know what? When you are behaving that way, good things tend to come to you. So that's extremely important. Whether you visualize or write lists or just daydream or meditate about these things, really work on trying to get yourself into that state of mind and that energy level of how you would feel when you already have that or as if you already have it in your life right now. Oh, and I lied. The last thing I want to say about this in this little crash course is a lot of times, and there's a woman that I listen to, Jennifer, she talks about efforting all the time. And it's one of those things in our culture where we're taught to really hustle and work our asses off and show people how hard you're working. Ah, oh, the hardest working artist, you know, uh, this person really deserves this because they work so hard. That's great. And working hard is wonderful. And I've worked really hard throughout my career. And look, I'm all about outworking people and doing all that stuff. But you know what? If it starts to feel like efforting, you're almost going to start beating your head up against a wall. This hard work should be almost merging with a fluidity, a feeling of like being in a flow state. You can be working really hard. You can be painting your ass off or sculpting your ass off, whatever you do. And you can be in that flow state where it doesn't feel like work. You can be working really hard, putting out all this energy, giving all this creative output. And yet it doesn't feel like you're tired. It doesn't feel like you're efforting too much. It feels like you're in the flow and you're like, yeah, this is great. Like you could keep doing it. That's ideally how you want your work state to be. You can work hard, but find a way to do it from a place of feeling good and feeling energized. And, you know, it's going to change your entire work life. And also, it's not going to feel like work. You're not going to feel as drained at the end of the day if you're in that kind of state. And people are going to notice. It just feels better. It feels like you're in sync with something. And that's what what it's all about. That's what this whole thing, LOA, that's what this life is all about is really finding your purpose, finding that thing that gets you jazzed out of bed in the morning and gets you working in that flow state. And, you know, when you're doing that, when you're firing on all cylinders, how can you not attract good things into your life? Whether you believe in it or not, I'm telling you, you can be a naysayer and be like, I don't know why Preston's talking about this stupid shit. Well, It might be stupid to you, but don't knock it till you tried it. And don't knock it till you've tried it correctly. Don't just be like, this is bullshit. Okay, I want this. Because that's just going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you're going to be like, see, I knew this shit didn't work. Look, at very least, you're going to be having a better energy level, a more focused mind. You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel more purpose. You're going to have more flow states and you're just going to be happier. So give it a shot. That's all i got to say. Just give me a shot. Just give me the fucking pin. The fucking I felt tip marker. Uh, okay. <laughs> Getting off the rails here with a little Pulp Fiction reference. But anyway, that's it for today. You know, it's just a little bit of a crash course, like I said. I wanted to talk about it. It is something that I like to do. It's something that I get excited about doing. I'm also a very logical person, and there's many times where I'm like, nah, is this real... But I've seen it happen so many times in my life and I've seen it happen so many times both good and bad when I'm in a good state of mind and when I'm in a bad state of mind and when I'm acting out of fear and when I'm acting out of presence and anticipation and excitement. So look, what do you got to lose? Give it a shot. Try out some of these things. Look into it yourself and Put some gratitude out there into the universe, into the world, into your fellow human being because that's going to come back on you. And again, it's just going to make you a happier person. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. We got the 4th of July coming up. Be safe. Be happy. Enjoy the 4th with your families and your friends. And if you're not in the States, well, that's okay. You can still enjoy your life and your friends and your weekend. But we'll see you next time. You got anything you want to leave us with, Matthew? As a matter of fact, I do. Feel free to borrow a chapter out of the old McConaughey book and chase down your five-year self in the future. Only good things can come from that. And only, you guessed it. Green lights. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMSArtwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.